Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Good morning, Muskoka. I hope you're all having a beautiful Saturday morning. I'm Kelly, local registered art therapist and phototherapy specialist here in downtown Huntsville. And I'm your host of Mental for Art, the show that offers creative alternatives to talking it out. And as I said many times, and as you already know, this show is about you, you and your daily concerns. And I'm just here on the other side of this mic to support you with those concerns, you know, using a variety of art or photo-based activities. And it's just a little something from me to you to help you see when you're stuck, where you're stuck, help you change your focus, and perhaps help you view your world just a little bit differently. Because when we see things differently, we react differently. So let's get right into this week's topic of conversation in this week's episode, which is one that I have chosen to talk about. So it's not one that a listener wrote in about. It's one that I've chosen to talk about. And I chose to talk about this certain or specific topic um, because it's, it's a reoccurring nature and it, well, because of its reoccurring nature and significance among my clients. And, you know, quite frankly, it's a topic of conversation that I've had with a lot of people, not just my clients, with friends and family. So what is it that I'd like to talk about this week? Well, it's something that I think if we talk about could actually help a lot of people in a lot of their relationships because it's something we've all done and for a lot of us continue to do. And that's taking things personally. So let me reiterate that. What we're talking about today is taking things personally. So what do I mean when I say taking things personally? Well, I'm, I'm actually referring to when we project our own doubts and insecurities that we have about ourselves onto other people. You know, when we, we take things that other people say and do personally, when they are, are not personal at all. So this is what we're talking about. And why do we do this? And, you know, what difference would it make to our relationships if we didn't take things personally? So let's start with why we do this. You know, for the most part, I have already hit the nail on the head when I say that our, our doubts and insecurities about ourselves get projected onto other people. You know, for instance, let's say, let's say um, at work you're feeling, you know, pretty good um, about the work that you're doing. You know, you're giving your best, but you do feel you could be doing a little more or perhaps be doing a better job. And let's say one day you're sitting down um, with a couple of coworkers at lunch and they're talking about things and they're saying that things aren't getting done around the office and how it would be nice if everyone would pull their own weight and stop making things harder for those who are. Now, if you're already feeling like you could be doing more and could be doing you know, your job even better, then chances are a comment or conversation like this one could or might make you feel like it's about you, you know, make you feel like they're talking about you without saying that. And so you end up taking their comments or that conversation personally, you know, as they, as though they were talking about you. Now, here's another example. Let's say you're out on a date or out for dinner with your partner 
and you're having a nice time. You know, the conversation's going well and the food is great. You're having a good time. But then this attractive person, this attractive individual walks by your table and catches your partner's eye and they exchange a glance and even a smile. Now, those of you who are confident in yourselves probably wouldn't give this a second thought and perhaps may not even have noticed the exchange between them. But, you know, for those of you who are not confident in yourselves, you may take this exchange personally, may take the glance or exchange smile to mean that, that your partner finds them attractive, maybe even more attractive than you. And maybe even that your partner is sitting there wishing they were sitting across from them and not you. And now you're sitting there thinking to yourself that you're unattractive and your partner doesn't really want to be with you in this type of a scenario. If, if one is feeling insecure about themselves, then all kinds of thoughts could be going through your head. Why, you ask? Well, because in situations like these, if we have doubts and insecurities about ourselves, then we will project those doubts and insecurities onto everyone else. We will attach meaning to what others say or what others do. And we will see only what we want to see and dismiss the rest. You know, dismiss the possibility of the simplicity or organic nature of the situation. Like perhaps your partner has met that person before and the smile is, is acknowledging just that and nothing more. So why are we or why would we be dis dismissing this kind of a possibility? Well, really, because that's how the human brain works. So why am I talking about this today? Well, same reason I talk about all the things I do on this show, because it's something that happens every day, something that more than likely has happened to each one of us at one time or another. I know what's happened to me, not just the clients who talk about it. And because I want to help. I want to help my community grow stronger by helping or supporting those who are struggling with these kinds of everyday concerns. And in this particular situation, I firmly believe that if we tackle the doubts and insecurities that we have about ourselves, then not only will we feel better about ourselves, but all of our relationships will also be better for it. Because we will be able to see things for what they are and not for what they aren't. And that's what happens when we take things personally. Our reactions, you know, if we, if we tackle these doubts and insecurities, won't be emotional responses. Our reactions will be based on an intellectual response rather than that emotional response. And the dinner scenario I presented as an example is or could be something that has happened or will happen to any one of us. Again, years ago, it's happened to me many times, and my insecurities got the best of me. You know, perhaps you've been on or will be on the observing end, or perhaps you've been on or will be on the receiving end, regardless this situation is inevitable because it's human nature to want to look at things or look at people that are attractive or for that matter, unattractive. Like I said, it's just the way the brain works. It takes notice of things. But what isn't human nature is how we choose to respond to a situation like this one or the work situation I presented. Because like I've been saying, how we respond to things is directly affected by how we feel about ourselves. The thoughts that go through our heads and situations that challenge us personally 
stem from our doubts and our insecurities. And that's why we take things personally, because we haven't dealt with those doubts and insecurities yet. So whether that's because we're not aware of them or whether it's because we've chosen to ignore them, if we don't deal with those doubts and insecurities, then they will continue to wreak havoc on our thoughts and on our actions and reactions. So I'm going to leave you here so we can take a wee break, but also so that you can sit and ponder and think about and reflect on what we've been talking about and perhaps see if you can relate to what I've been discussing or even recall a time or times when you may have taken things personally and dismissed that possibility that in fact, what that someone said or did had nothing to do with you at all. You know, think about a time when your insecurities or doubts got in the way of a relationship or maybe even caused it to end. So let's stop here and take that break. And when we return, we'll talk a bit bit more about our insecurities and what we can do with them and see if I can't offer you a creative activity or process that will help support your ability to notice when this is happening and what you can do with those feelings in the moment so that they don't leave you feeling worse or wreaking havoc on a relationship. So go grab a glass of water, cup of coffee or tea, use the powder room or whatever you need to do and give some thought to why you might take things personally or might be taking things personally and what might be underneath that because there's always something underneath it. I'll see you back here shortly. Welcome back to Mental for Art. I'm Kelly, your host and local registered art therapist and phototherapy specialist here in downtown Huntsville. Now, if this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. It's always nice to have new listeners and, and new concerns to talk about. And also, if you are new, then you know feel free to catch up on any missed episodes of Mental for Art um, by visiting the Hunter's Bay website. Just you know, click on what's on and scroll down to Mental for Art. And for that matter, there's a ton of great shows there. So have a listen. And I'd also like to thank those of you who are returning, you know, for taking the time out of your Saturday morning to give me the opportunity to talk about different everyday concerns with you and try and offer some creative alternatives and approaches to how those concerns affect you and how you work them out. Now, getting back to today's episode, for those of you who are just tuning in, today we are focusing on why we take things personally and what we can do to become more aware of that or even move past it. So earlier, I proposed the concept of taking things personally when I used the example of being out for dinner with your partner. You know, things are going really well and you're both having a nice time. You're enjoying each other's conversation and the food is super tasty. But that's all interrupted when a very attractive individual walks by your table and catches your partner's eye. You notice they exchange a glance and a smile at each other. Nothing else happens. However, the glance and the smile was enough for you to instantly think that your partner finds them more attractive and wishes they, would, they were out for dinner with them instead of you. And as we talked about in the first half of the show, you're thinking these things because you have some insecurities and some doubts that are getting in the way of you feeling confident about yourself in this kind of a situation. 
You know, perhaps you're not confident in your looks or your body. Perhaps you're not confident in your intelligence or, or even your sense of humor. Whatever it is that is affecting your judgment here or causing you to take that interaction between your partner and the attractive individual personally is what really needs to be addressed. It's not the interaction that's the problem, you know, unless, of course, your partner has a history of over flirting or cheating, because let's face it, you know, it, it, it will always, there, there will always be people that we find attractive and turn and look at because it's human nature to want to look at things we find appealing, you know, things that we find pretty or attractive. And again, like I said, even unattractive things. However, if this happens a lot or is cause for concern, then that's a different story. But for argument's sake, you know, and for the sake of what we're discussing here today, why, which is why we take things personally, this isn't a situation that happens often. You know, in this scenario that I'm using to demonstrate how we could take things personally, um, should we have doubts and insecurity, uh, insecurities about ourselves? Or let's say it's just a one-off. We're just using an example here. But what can we do to address these doubts and insecurities? Let's get to some of the juicy stuff. How can we stop them from interfering with our thoughts and reactions? How can we change the way we feel about ourselves so that situations like those I presented don't immediately have us thinking, you know, that there's something wrong with us or that we're not good enough? Well, to begin with, it's really important for us to set clear and measurable standards for ourselves. And more importantly, meet those standards and keep, you know, keep ourselves accountable you know, that's what's going to help alleviate that thought that you're not good enough, that voice that you're hearing when we encounter situations that challenge us personally. Because by meeting the standards that we set for ourselves, we're also, we're also showing ourselves that we are good enough and that we are measuring up and that, you know, that you can do what you set out to do and what's expected of you. And that's huge. Because when this happens, when you reach this point, People's comments or actions will no longer trigger you or no longer have that same emotional effect. You'll have worked through your, your, you know, your insecurities and your doubts. You know, and another great way to keep those doubts and insecurities at bay is to develop some compassion for yourself. I can't say that enough. Have some compassion for yourself. You know, the voice that we use on ourselves is so much worse than we, we'd ever use on anyone else. Um, you know, because once you have set those standards for yourself and met them, then it's time to accept the fact that doing your best will vary from time to time. I mean, let's face it. No one's perfect. You're not perfect and nor should your expectations of you or anyone else be. Try giving more attention and more understanding for what you are doing well or right rather than what you're doing wrong or think you're doing wrong. You know, I mean, a lot of times we think we're doing something wrong and we're really not. So try reminding yourself that we all have positive attributes and that we all have things about ourselves that someone else will find attractive. Remind yourself that that's reality. That's life. And in addition to this, perhaps it's time for you to try facing your fears. And as I'm sure you're already, you know, surmised, this is my favorite tactic. Try facing those doubts and insecurities head on instead of avoiding them, especially now that you know that they're behind your feeling bad about yourself and behind why you take things personally in the first place. Let's face it. We all have doubts and insecurities. 
It's what we do with them. Pardon me. It's what we do with them that sets us apart. I still have doubts and insecurities. We always will because new experiences come up and challenge us. And they challenge those, you know, deep-rooted doubts and insecurities. But like I said, it's what we do with them that sets us apart. So in challenging situations, ask yourself if there's another way to look at it. Ask yourself, if I were confident in myself, both mentally and physically, would this same situation be bothering me? Again, ask yourself, if I were confident in myself, both mentally and physically, would this same situation be bothering me? And I'll be, um, I mean, I think you'll find that the answer to that question will be a resounding no. And why? Because you're not challenging your own thinking and your own reactions. No, sorry, because now you are challenging those, your own thinking and your reactions. Let me rephrase that. And, that. and that's where change occurs, when you do challenge your own thinking and your own reactions. So by asking yourself that, if I were confident in myself, both mentally and physically, would this situation be bothering me? No, because like I said, now you're challenging your own thinking and your own reactions. And that's where change occurs, when we challenge our thinking. And that leads me to today's creative activity, that I call challenging thoughts. Now, all you need is a large sheet of white paper and a black marker and one red marker. And first things first, using your black marker, draw yourself in the middle of the paper. Draw just a representation of yourself. Or for those of you who prefer to use phototherapy or photographs, tape a photograph of yourself in the middle of the paper. Now, don't make your drawing or your photograph too large because you're gonna need a fair bit of that space around the image to write your comments. And once you have your drawing of yourself done on, or your photograph taped in, the, in place in the middle, I want you to comment on as many aspects of yourself as possible, writing them all outside of the drawing or the photograph, you know, using the black marker for negative comments and the red marker for positive comments. Comment on the mental and physical aspects of yourself while taking into consideration how you feel about them. You know, it's kind of like critiquing yourself, but being brutally honest about how you feel about those individual mental and physical aspects. And next, once you have exhausted all the aspects of yourself, leaving a comment about each, I want you to look at each of those negative comments in black and ask yourself this one question. If I believe this to be true, then how does my believing this affect my relationships? You know, what effect is my believing these things having on my relationships? And these could be anything from friendship, you know, relationships, family relationships, co-worker relationships, spouses and partners. But really ask yourself for each of those negative comments, if I believe this to be true, how is it affecting my relationship, you know, with my spouse or my partner or my co-workers or my siblings or my parents or my children or my neighbors, etc.? You know, for example, if one of your negative comments was, I hate my body, then ask yourself how believing your body is unattractive is affecting your marriage or your friendships or your interactions with family, etc. right? Is believing this contributing to you taking things they say and do personally? If your partner smiles on another woman, how is believing you have an ugly body affecting how you respond to his smiling at someone else? Because people smile at each other, it's going to happen. 
And I think if, if you can find it in yourself to do this activity wholeheartedly and honestly, you'll find that the negative thoughts that you have about yourself are directly affecting your relationships and not in a positive way. I mean, how could they? So the sooner we can be open and honest with ourselves about how we really see and feel about ourselves, the sooner we can address those doubts and insecurities and acknowledge how believing them to be true can and does have a huge impact negatively on all our relationships. You know, all in all, I encourage you to try this creative activity and the above suggestions and face your doubts and insecurities once and for all so that they don't continue to negatively impact your relationships. And more importantly, so that you can begin to see that believing something doesn't necessarily make it true. And that, my friends, is a creative start to understanding why we take things personally and how identifying our doubts and insecurities can help resolve that. So give it a try. And thank you once again for joining me and for taking the time out of your Saturday morning to make my Saturday morning so amazing. I look forward to meeting you back here again next month when I will address yet another everyday concern and provide you with a creative activity or approach that will hopefully offer some support. And I hope the, the creative activity will offer you some support and give it a try, you know, do it privately, do it honestly and wholeheartedly. So keep your emails coming because I always love reading them. And I thoroughly enjoy, I, I really do brainstorming new creative ideas that will support you with them. So please be sure to send those emails and letters to kelly at pictureyourselfwell.com using the subject line Mental for Art. And until then, this is Kelly, your host of Mental for Art, wishing you all positive growth and healing. Have a wonderful month, everyone. And remember that the best way to put a little happiness in your day is to color someone else's. So keep coloring it forward, and I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.